right. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. Today, I'm going to do a pre-show. I was actually expecting to do a full show, but I have decided to actually do a pre-show because we're going to have a documentary drop. And a lot of people have been targeting President Trump and a few people have been, you know, demanding answers for myself uh, in private and actually in public, which was okay. Fair on. Game on. Let's go. We need to talk. America really needs to seriously have a talk. And the problem that we have right now is that we have, uh, I would say, a conglomerate of persons, of infrastructure that has been set up to ensure that any information that gets out gets choked. I know a lot of people say, I was banned. <laughs> I actually beg to differ to like a lot of people out there. I believe I am one of the most silenced people. Okay, people are going to be like, no, you." yes, I have been refused banking by numerous institutions. I am not even able to do simple things that you would think I could do. I'm actually not allowed into public venues for, that have facial recognition. I cannot go shopping at certain places. And, and I'm okay. I'll take those hits. I'm all right with it because it's panic mode. And, you know, while many are like, well, you're still on YouTube, that's because I know how the algorithms work and I know how to operate within the lines, as you can see. I have been demonetized, uh, though they just demonetized me on ads and I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that because my employer is not a company. My employer is the people. So I don't have to worry about it because my employer has a lot of people in it. Okay. And so if somebody doesn't want to support my work, that's fine. There's a guy right next to them that can't. Maybe you can't this month, but there's someone else in the other month. This is exactly how the media should be or else we're just feeding into the machine. Now, uh, I want to play a clip from a Twitter's space that I did that um, there's a, a video creator um, and he does a lot of videos uh, with a lot of content. It actually has gone viral. So I'm about to rip Band-Aids off because we're going to talk, you know, let's talk vaccine. You want to talk that? You know, you know how everybody hates Trump for pushing it? You want to talk about that? Let me tell you something that no one in the media told you. That none of them know, but all of them are parroting all the issues that we have from it. But no one goes to the core. We need to be going to the core of things. And in order to go to the core of things, right, we have to start at the beginning. And, I, and I've said this many, many times, you know, almost like the, the pandemic, you know, I've, I've said this multiple times. None of the information you were watching online with all these being, be, people being burnt alive, killed, dragged out, or even on WeChat, because I'm on WeChat too, right? None of that was actually Chinese. It was State Department. So that's number one. Number two, did you know, did you know that prior Two vaccinations being approved in Europe and in the USA. And if President Trump had not done Operation Warp Speed, all of you would have been in the same spot that many people around the world are. Why? Well, unlike many of you that, uh, you know, actually do your own homework. Do you know which country had the first vaccine and actually tested it? on over a million people? 
which were actually the source of the the Delta variant, et cetera, et cetera, that killed people while they were standing up. It was China. China tested it on Indians. And here's the thing. Then they were trying to sell the vaccine. It was also other countries. Sell the vaccine. And once the WHO adopts it, there's no going back. President Trump, President Trump tried to gain control of a narrative that they had pre-planned and your governor's associations, your Republican governor's associations, the, huh, they all met in November of 2019. And I broke that story and told you that Governor Burgum of North Dakota, who is part of the Republican Governor's Association, had a special guest in November of 2019 to speak to all the governors. And you know what that special guest was? None other than his sidekick, Bill Gates, who was advising all of them on what to do in a pandemic and how an upcoming pandemic is coming. Oh, and by the way, Bill Gates monitored the deployment of that, vaccine, that vaccination schedule, ah, you know, that brought out and tested on poor Indians, right? Because there's a lot of them, right? Overpopulation. Why not? Let's go there. So then, you know, we're getting into the realm of, and that's a conspiracy. No, these are facts. And unfortunately, while a lot of people like to speculate and we have no trust, no trust in our media, no trust in our politicians, no trust in our talking heads, no trust for even the person next to us, the people that get paid with our money, we do not trust to tell us what's going on. So why would anyone stick their neck out to say anything? You know, all of you talk about Seth Rich, right? We go back and look, Seth Rich isn't the key player. They played down the key, key, key player. And we all know who that is because I've talked about it before, but I'll talk about that at a latter time because Seth Rich is what's important. You always have to look at what they're telling you to look at and what they're not telling you. But I've talked about Lucas. I talked about what happened to him, but you know, it doesn't matter. You guys listen to your talkie heads, right? That's it. You just need to listen to that. Well, I'm here to tell you, fuck that. You want to know what's going on in Ohio, right? Because I was one of the only, I would say, with any smidge of a platform that was talking about the explosions in Ohio. And I was like, oh, there's nothing to see there. Why? Because it was all part of their plan. And even let's pretend someone comes out like President Trump came out. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that it's February 2020. He's like, no, this is all BS. They're just pretending they want to put you on a QR system and it's all going to be digital. Everyone's going to have access to your information, right? Everyone. Don't listen to them. America's closing their borders. They can all die within themselves and do experimentation. We're not doing it. What would you say? I guarantee you 99% of you would be like the guy's nuts, right? Look at all these people dying in all these countries. He's nuts. <laughs> Why? You think the governments won't go to the extent of killing their own people for the sake of narrative and power? Look at Ukraine. People actually think that the Ukrainians are helping Ukrainians. So, so having talked about that, let's talk a little bit about Ohio. You know, Ohioans have, I think it's one of the states that has the most of these stupid freedom groups. A lot of people like these two sisters that go around like they know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't. They just get funded by Mike Lindell. So you should listen to them because they're really good, right? <laughs> Whatever. Here's the real skinny on it. Intel is building a chip plant. Okay. And this goes, ties in. I mean, you could see it now. Take the 40,000 foot view with me because I'm going to analyze this at a later time. I'm going to plant the seeds to everyone who's talking shit. 
It's not just. Now, pay attention. Intel is creating a semiconductor plant in Ohio. In order to run it, they need 5 million, 5 billion gallons of water a day. This plan was all situated and created amongst the politicians that are already in power, keeping that, that it would be the head of the Secretary of States of America, the head of the Attorney Generals of America. And then we have Houston, who's actually going to be governor because DeWine's going to be stepping down at some point this year. And this was already the plan. That's why the Oompa Loompa was reelected, right? And no one wants to take away from the GOP, right? Because it's very important. Now, let me tell you what happens when so much water is necessary. You need to recycle it. And guess who's going to be drinking that recycled water? That's right. You guessed it. America. Because look at the location that it's at. It's not even flanking the lake. Because I don't think Canada would approve of it recycling and destroying the natural water. So if you pay attention, all of Ohio has had all these upgrades with copper pipes. That's because it'll buffer the chemicals they're going to use to reduce the chemicals that they're using for the chip plant. Now, I hope it's starting to make sense. So this derailment, uh, like I said, look at what's around there between then and Iran Valley, right, in Pennsylvania. It just literally crossed the border. So you're getting fake ass stories of axles. You're getting fake ass stories. And this is and, and I'm going to be straight honest. I was married to the devil and a very stupid one. And when I was pretty much terminated from the intelligence community, uh, I said, well, you know, you've been a stay at home. Now it's my turn to do my own thing independently. So why don't you go? I don't know what to do. You could go into trains. You can't get a job as a train engineer or conductor. Those are very scarce. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll get it done. And I did. He had three offers. Guess who took all the preliminary tests so that he could get in? I did. So anything there is to know about the federal regulations, how they operate, I actually did the homework. So I actually know this firsthand. And that's fact. Okay. I took all those pre-tests for Canadian Pacific, Union Pacific. I did it. They were all digital, right? I learned it. I breathed it. I took that test. That's the way it is. And I helped my ex, who was a devil, get into that position, right? Making six to 7,000 a month, just riding on trains. So I, I know this stuff. Anybody can dispute. I'm not a trained engineer. I'm not a conductor, but I took that test. I know how they work. I know how the track warrants go. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I was actually shocked that they pulled the plug now because they're right now throwing the kitchen sink to the whole world. And I saw this with the balloons. I mean, two birds with one stone, three birds with one stone. Why not the whole world with one kitchen sink? And you know, years ago, thinking of how making mainstream that people are actually sexually abusing children, making snuff films with children, and that Epstein, you know, the raping of children, right, would actually make the world's heart bleed. Heart bleed. But no, they didn't. Not even the slightest. Maybe a little bit on the needle. Nobody gave a shit. And hence, while I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off, I have... Some exceptional ghosts that work with me. One of them is like an angel in disguise. Uh, you know, he doesn't even know it. And I had said, you know, we need to take this up a notch. Let's get this done. And so I'm going to give you a preview of a documentary you're going to see. 
that suddenly I figured out that's how I get people to wake up. See, they think it's, well, it's not, it's not my kid. Better be that kid, not mine. Well, you know, it's only them rich kids or them homeless kids. It's not my kid. So you can, it's not my kid starving in Ethiopia. It's not my kid. They're raping. It's not my kid. They're kidnapping. It's not my friend's kid. It's somebody else's kid. So I don't need to pay attention. Well, how about I tell you that you're freaking fair game. You're also a product and it's only a matter of time before you become a product. So I, this is a pre-show. And I'm just going to touch on it tonight. We're going to have the preview. Those that are local subscribers for me um, annually, you'll have access to the video 6 p.m. The rest of the world, I'm going to live it. And then I'm taking it down on YouTube at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to take it down. The minute it finishes streaming, it's offline. So mark your clocks. Now I'm going to give you an insight of what we're going to be talking about. So I wrote an article um, on February. I'm trying to remember. Let me, let me pull it up, actually. Why am I trying to remember since I'm going to show it to you? I wrote an article on February 8th talking about Turkey and Syria and how the vultures have landed. Now, I, I thought I'd take this in another in another kick because I wanted people to see a few things here. The one thing I wanted people to see is what they do. Organ trafficking. Back in 2015, refugees were fleeing Turkey and washed up on the shores of Lesbos in Greece. Local reports were in sheer panic as most dead bodies arriving to the shores were that of children and young adults with organs missing from their bodies. Now, Jafar is someone that was interviewed by the BBC. Um, he had a 17-year-old boy who had left Syria after his father and brothers were killed there. His sale of an organ is exemplary of the dire circumstances that many Syrian refugees face, specifically those who have been displaced for several years and have limited access to income and resources. The willingness of a 17-year-old to sell a kidney to support his family highlights the desperation. But I want you to understand that Jafar said it's just business as usual. It's one of the biggest businesses that are booming globally. Think, how many heart transplants has George Soros had? He's had six. How many has Pelosi had organ transplants? Adam Schiff, I just want you to start thinking about these things quickly. And I want you to listen to the words of Abu Jafar. I don't really care if the client dies. I got what I wanted. It's not my problem. What happens next? As long as the client got paid. So his job was to take these people into remote sites, sometimes hospitals, sometimes hotels, where they would set up makeshift, uh, you know, organ harvesting, and they would take it. Now you're gonna be like, oh, that only happens in war zones. No, it's happening in America, right around the corner, right? It's happening in Cleveland, Ohio. It's happening in LA. It's happening in New York. It's happening in Miami. But you know what? Most of those people you don't know because they're either illegal immigrants or someone you don't give a shit about because it's not your kid. But now that you're on a system, I want you to think of it this way. Now that you're on a system, you know how hard it is to get donor matches for a lot of things. I know because I'm, I know. Okay. Let's just put it that way. I know. I can't even be blood matched. So let's say you are, you know, sitting in your backyard and you're knitting and you suddenly drop your, I don't know, your needle and you step on it and you have to go to hospital. You get all these tests, blood work, a workup, everything that goes in a file. 
that is accessed by whatever Obamacare says can be accessed by. But if you remember, while Obama was president, he also deployed the AES system, which means it goes to the cloud. God stays in the cloud. So why not have AI, right? How insane. So all in the cloud, all in the heavens, right? So now any doctor from anywhere around the world can access your records. They tell you that they will be flagged if they look at it and they don't have access, but shut up. No, whatever. So everybody has access to that. And let's pretend I need a kidney, but I am uh, for myself. I have very few people that can actually donate blood that will not cause me harm because I am, I have an extremely rare form of my blood type. It's an O neg, but like super negative, like golden blood level. So there's only like maybe a hundred people in the world that can actually give me blood that will not require me to take a, a ton of antihistamines and have side effects afterwards, like swelling and stuff. So let's say I'm the rich person. And I need a kidney. You think I'm just going to put my name out there and ask for it? No. I'm rich. I'm going to scour the heavens of AI. And I'm going to find that one person, you, somewhere in the middle of nowhere, that stepped on your knitting needle and went to the hospital. And I'm going to take it from you. I am going to take it from you. For now, it's more satisfactory that they could just make some a, a very good amount of money on the side in the black market. Have you seen the owner, the donor lists and how long the waiting lists are for organs in America? And that's just the United States. We only have like 350,000 people that live here. Let's say on average, we have what, 10, 20 million people waiting for organs. Now let's put that into perspective with nations in the continent of Africa. What about Europe? Let's add China, which is 20% of the population. Let's go on. Let's add the Korean Peninsula. Let's add Australia. Let's just keep going and going. That's a big list. And let's not talk about the therapeutic effects that young organs can have when cultivated in laboratories like in Wake Forest or down at Vanderbilt where they can recreate things for people. I'm just going to leave it there for now. But it is a very big deal when your government is advocating for it because like I pointed out that no one did in Massachusetts. They're suggesting, hey, maybe we should give prisoners a less prison time if they give their organ. <laughs> just one eye dude one eye you'll be without an eye but guess what you won't be in jail right oh you're gonna be going to jail for 10 years and i'll just add this charge and that charge unless you give me i don't know give me your heart or i'll kill all your kids i don't know maybe you can give me this you think that's funny here's the clip um that he made of that statement and wait till you watch the documentary tonight they don't want you to know how important the cargo is to them. They're willing for you to go into conspiracy routes of killing their fish and tainting their water, which indeed seems like the case. But it's because they're hiding more. Because if indeed it is what I believe it is, which are components of fentanyl, because one thing people don't tell you is that fentanyl is a fantastic drug to ensure the viability of human organs. And here's a fun fact. Fentanyl, when you die and overdose from it, guess what? Your chances of becoming an organ donor have exponentially increased. Most organ donors in America last year were from fentanyl overdoses. 
And you know what else is funny? In China, fentanyl is used on prisoners whom they harvest organs from. So you have to ask yourself, is this just a drug? Or are we actually actively importing this via our railways? Because if it is, we're seeing a spike in it. Massachusetts already introduced legislation to offer to prisoners a reduced or even canceled sentence if they decide to donate an organ. And there are many more states that are following suit. I think California should be paying attention. And they don't. I am one of the most silenced people in America. And I, and, I, and I agree, I should be. I am one of the biggest. They have not come for me directly because that's the way it is. Now, I guess it hit a nerve. Because when I saw that it had gone viral on TikTok, I thought, oh my gosh, we should have went this way. There is footage that will make you sick to your stomach. Have you, ever, have you guys ever been to a butcher store? Like an actual butcher store, like with a butcher when they're butchering beef. Yeah, there's video footage of that. An exemplary person that I work with, he's incredible, maybe because he's so remote. But, you know, getting this footage from people is hard too. Very, very hard. Now, I'm not going to sit here and elaborate. I'd like you guys to see this documentary i'm finishing up the bumpers the front and the end right now i should have it like i said for my subscribers my annual subscribers on locals we'll see it at 6 p.m today uh everybody else will be at 8 p.m i'll stream it live and then it's gone now why am i saying this well the train derailment wasn't supposed to happen now Right. That was supposed to come when Intel had a little bit more infrastructure set up. I think Biden talked about infrastructure and clean water. This is how they disable your wells. This is how they shut down systems because they need to repipe things. Oh, you don't need that lead pipe. You need this copper, right? Because copper interacts differently. But is it copper really? Let's just leave it at that. And that's because it's going to be very hard to find clean water. None of you sat up and said, we don't want fluoride in our water. And then you're going to get silicone tainted water and you're just going to have to deal with it. And maybe, you know, in that part, uh, this um, new technology is what they're going to use in order to make you be okay with drinking that kind of water. And while people are testing their water sources and whatnot, yes, there is short-term damage. You think the government doesn't know what these chemicals do? And whose bright idea was to just put it up? Yeah, we may have a little bit of acid rain. But that hasn't not happened before. It has. So why is it being made a big deal right now? Because it's an operation. To quickly pass legislation for clean, clean water and all of you are panicking and feeding it so that they can do it faster because then this will satisfy what they need to get the Intel chip processing plant in Ohio going to take your water. Again, where are they going to find 5 million gallons of water, 5 billion? Uh, it's, it's either billion or million a day, a day, a day, not a week, not a month, not a year, a day. 
And all the while, we have idiots in Ohio thumping the Republicans that actually got this done. Because <laughs> it's going to make us money. Yeah? You're going to have all the H-1 visas coming in from India, you idiots. That's what happened to Oregon when they opened up there. It was all about your water. Oh, and all these pipelines. Remember the pipeline that they tried to get with eminent domain so they could take farmland from Ohio and so they can pipe up things going to Canada. All this stuff is so Canadian. And then it wasn't one derailment. There were four. And no one's thinking about, oh, it's just our infrastructure. Again, going back to what Biden said, we need choo-choo trains. Let's federalize that too. So you have no idea what's coming. Nobody can make money. Your products are going to be higher. This is what you call a communist nation. Now, am I against federalizing the railways? Not really. Am I against federalizing the access points and the ability for the track warrants? Yes, I am. Because then we'd have to, by eminent domain, take the land there. Now, <laughs> Beto's very well versed on this because his wife owns property that is on the Mexican and American border uh, on both sides. And guess what they've laid down? Railroad track. Railroad tracks. Bringing in things from Mexico. Taking things out of America. And I'm going to take you guys to a point in time in my life where I saw cargo and at the minute I saw that cargo, you know, <laughs> I, I, I tear up every time I think about it. I think all I wanted to do was smoke a cigarette on the ship that we're parked on off the coast of Turkey. And I think I just went in between the containers. I was just curious, Right. Because, you know, I don't see many containers with things on them and windows. So, you know, I'm not tall. And there was like a tool kit that was fastened to the floor, like a box. And I jumped on it and just tiptoed up to see. I can tell you, the panic that set into me, realizing what I just saw, but at the same time, oh my gosh, they're going to see me. You could never imagine the amount of stress that I went through. I exited the little aisle that I went into, which I fell into like, you know, backwards to light my cigarette and nothing else because it was windy just to cut the wind. And I remember when I got out, I headed toward the aft of the ship and then try to make myself look like I was coming, you know, toward the bridge, I, I was in sheer panic. And the only thing I thought was poker face, poker face, you can't look freaked out, smoke your cigarette, let the snot run from the wind, just look like, oh, it's so bad out there. And just like, I think I'm coming down with something because it's so cold. I didn't know what to say. And then when I asked, that day in Luxembourg, I was told to know my place. I just asked, but I didn't ask like I knew. And after that, you know, my life was in, in, in my work was on life support. And I was, I had to be very careful. So I'm going to show you this documentary tonight. And I want you guys 
to pay attention to it because I see so much disinfo, misinfo, and unintentionally. I mean, I've communicated with journalists and I'm like, why are you talking about it 10 days later? Where were you when I was talking about it? Now you're so interested and you're amplifying it. You're playing into the fucking op. And this is what people need to understand. This is an operation. It's not a funny one because there are real implications. But this is where you need to find your still and focus on the things that are actually happening. And I believe that maybe this will help me pop it off because, you know, kids getting raped. A list with Chelsea Handler and Oprah Winfrey at Epstein's Island and no one's talking about it. No one's canceled OAN. Oh, not OAN. OWN. Excuse me. No one's canceled her. Right. She still has a bank account. She still has a TV. No one's taking her assets. Chelsea Handler still being, you know, a slut, a drunk slut on Twitter, right? So again, where's your media? Where's your government? Why isn't Pete Buttplug out there, right? Talking about how we need to federalize the railways. Oh, because it's too raw. Because somebody pulled the trigger on their plan quicker than they thought. Because maybe... And maybe, and this is why they burned everything down, because there's other things that they needed to cover up. And there will be trains and planes and buses and trucks that will tip and tip and tip because it's not until the precipice when you know that you are directly at risk that you will actually do something. And that is so sad because our society is reactive rather than proactive. We do not proactively eliminate situations. We do not proactively discuss situations. We reactively do it. We reactively do it. And this is why our society, our nation, and I'm speaking only of the United States, are always looking to follow someone. I had someone say, well, so-and-so said it, so it's got to be true. And I block them. Why? Because I was going to say something mean. I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to say you are a prime example of why America is like this. Don't take anything anyone says to face value. Not even what I tell you. And I've said that before. Huh? They've put you on the system. They have everything. And you know, when I saw this bank cancellation, I saw this company called, um, uh, what is it called? Early awareness or something? Out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Go figure. <laughs> right? And apparently it's like a check system, but it's not. In there, you will find every single transaction you've ever made in your life at any bank account. So like, say you come to Tori's bank and you're like, hey, Tori, I want a bank account. I'll be like, sure. I'll send a message to early warning and say, hey, Jane Doe wants to open up a bank account. Let me just take a look. What is your AI says? AI says that she's pretty steady. She pays a little bit of rent. Here's her files. And I've got every single freaking transaction you have. Did you allow that? Did you give permission for that? Hmm? Did you? Not really. But when you sign an agreement with the bank, you agree that you go with whatever third party. So what if there's some idiot that's sitting at early warning and they leak information? Or what if there's some idiot that's friends, I don't know, with like Roger Stone or something, or like, I don't know, Pelosi or something, and they decide that they want to cancel someone and they have conversations. That's how it happens. All on the system. 
Well, having said that, maybe you guys can start digging on that to see where this manifested and who created it. Some guy named Tro. I don't know. You just need to take a look. And some person named Cheney. I don't know. You just need to look. So today, I will have this documentary up for you guys. I wasn't expecting to do it. But I think it, it was time for Game On. Because sometimes you got to cause the attention so that people can actually really pay attention. And right now, while everyone's worried about the water systems, and it's all going to go bust because by the time it gets there and the, and the, and the decay and da-da-da, you know, people, the fish in the vicinity were dead. Of course they were. It was boiling hot. Did you not see the explosions? It's not rocket science. The animals died. No shit. There was an explosion and hot fire. Why do you sound stupid to me? Because it's science. But, you know, science has been out the window anyway for a long time because apparently masks work. So I'm not going to get into it. I want you guys to be paying attention as to how it happened. I want you to be paying attention. You know, I really wish the body language ghost did an analysis of the first interview, and I'm really hoping she does, um, of uh, Governor DeWine. He looked nervous. He looked like he wasn't supposed to be there. It was completely unexpected, right? Completely unexpected. And then you're going to be like, well, Tori, well, well, Tori is going to tell you that Wexner, who created Epstein, is still alive, still sitting in his mansion, still paying for your politicians. And this is where a lot of the human body parts, I hope Ohio's listening, right, are being processed, are being processed for a lot of things. You know, have you ever heard of human leather books? No, right? Because you, you're not that rich. <laughs> you're too poor to know about that. <laughs> Balenciaga, yeah. Let's talk about human stuff there. What about their designer that uses uh, children's spines as a handle? <laughs> That's just a conspiracy. No, he actually admits it. Natalie Denise on Twitter has done an outstanding job to show this stuff. But Body Language Ghost really needs to hone in on what Governor DeWine, during that first interview he did, where he looked disheveled. He was like, this wasn't so supposed to say it was off script because there are no more script. Their scripts have been hijacked. We are off script. This is why you got UFOs. But, oh, we shot it down. Well, where is it? I don't know. Because you didn't shoot shit down. Oh, we shot it down. But it fell on the Canadian side. Canada, can we see? No, but we order your planes around. Shut up. They're all in on it. This is like, this is 2020 repeat. But with the kitchen sink. So what we need to do is focus on the things that matter. And the things that matter are how they're doing it. See, in the intelligence community, everything is like a puzzle. It's mosaic. You guard every piece of information you have because you don't know what the other person needs. Methods is what we're going to be focusing on. And how they get it done. Um, you know, I've been talking about organ harvesting, end of life things for a while now. And I've said this from the beginning. Yes, they do molest children. Yes, they rape them because it's a power thing. They just feel like they're powerful. Like what kind of sick person? But here's the reason that all of this is happening. This organ har harvesting, simple words. These people are sick. Literally. So on that note, I'm going to leave you with that. And for those of you that are on uh, Logos, you will be seeing that at 6 p.m. I'm hoping to have that up. Um, 
and those of you that are on YouTube, I'll live it, and then it's getting terminated, 8 p.m. tonight. So on that note, give Maestro Zikos a follow. He actually has some nice Obama ones, too. God bless. And get ready, cause this shit's about to get heavy Just settle all the lawsuits Fuck you, Nancy yeah. This looks like a job for me So everybody, just follow me Cause we need little controversy Cause it feels so empty without me I said this looks like a job for me So everybody, just follow me Cause we need little controversy Cause it feels so empty without me oh.